with your palate cruisers. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the secret agent, Ren. How are you today, my friend? Oh, man, I'm doing great, dude. I got my new setup. Looks like I'm, like, going to go streaming or something. Yeah, you got your, your gamer headphones rocking, and you, you sound really crisp and clean. So tell me a little bit about your setup. What's it look like? So, you know how I told you and the audio nets that I built my own computer? Yeah. I'm finally using it to do this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. About time. Yeah, before it was my, uh, I was just doing it off the laptop. Yeah. But uh, I don't have a, I didn't have a webcam. Very so, cool. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds really good right now. Hopefully. So I'm excited to see how the final result gets because I'm going to get myself a new microphone here by probably the next podcast too. So nice. uh, we'll sound, we'll both sound even better. You know, we're still at the mercy of internet connections, but you know, what can you oh, do? Yeah. So it's what a, else I, you been up to? Got my headphone. I got my mic, my webcam. Yeah, I'm set. So you're going to, okay, hold on. You're going to be the best podcaster and you've also set up your OnlyFans. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mine's uh, OnlyFans? No, my, my wife's agreed to strictly show toes. I spoke, I spoke too soon. You all of a sudden your audio cut out for a second. Oh, man. Must be my Wi-Fi. Uh, yeah, it was like super robot for a second. So tell us again what you said because I missed it. Yeah, I said um, my wife's agreed to only show toes so we're oh, going nice. to create an only fans oh, an only toe only yeah. fans only toe fans some hot toe, toe action yeah because uh over the week over the past weekend i got my first pedicure done oh that's right tell, yeah. tell everybody how that was because my wife has harassed me forever to go get a pedicure you know how guys are and i'm always like oh, yeah. i'm too much of a man to go for a pedicure but she's like dude you like it it's just getting your feet rubbed and having them like like you know clean your feet and stuff i'm like well maybe yeah she's not lying like i went there it was like a double date sort of thing yeah and so we my wife and i had never done it before you know she's she's got like her manicures yeah, that's your fingers, right? Yeah, yeah, but not her pedicure because she's very ticklish. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we broke our cherry. It was, it was relaxing. Yeah. Dude. They just, <laughs> they just like clean your toes, cut your toes, and they like scrub the crap out of your your feet and you know your calves and stuff, and they massage everything. Hot towel. How long, how long are you hanging out in the the pedicure chair for? How long is the service? Uh, about thirty minutes. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, it goes by what pretty is, fast. What does a thirty-minute pedicure cost? Is it like forty bucks? Well, for me, I got the basics because you know I'm basic like that. Uh, yeah, thirty bucks yeah. for thirty minutes. Okay. Nice. So a dollar a minute—that's not bad at all. Yeah, try did, it out. Did they? Did the place you go have that crazy shit where they have like the little bowl full of fish to eat the crap off your feet? No, I'm not sure that's Ill that's legal or not. <laughs> like, dude, but, I, uh, I would sign up in a heartbeat for that. I would totally do that too. Like the little bowl that they have their our, our foot in. Yeah, it was yeah. perfect for that. They just had hot water. Dude, there's your only fans. You still have your wife stick her feet in a bowl your bowl of betta fish. Yeah. <laughs> see if they'll eat anything off the bottom of her feet. <laughs> for only twenty dollars a month, you get to see betas raised by me 
eat my wife's calluses. That's so gross. It's so gross and so niche that for sure there's some freak out there be like, yeah, I, not only will I pay the $20 a month, but I need like tip, 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 tip. Yeah. Of course, like Bella Thorne or whatever her name is ruined the tip amount. So now you can only tip up to like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Cause people were complaining that it used to be like what? 200. It was like 250 and then freaking Bella Thorne went on there and promised, you know, the nudes and then like reneged and everybody's like, no. And so they all wanted their money back. So yeah. only fans had to like adjust their price structure to do it. And it kind of screwed up all the other sex worker ladies that hang out on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you go to like um, Twitter, what's trending? I'm like, why is, why is Bella Thorne trending? Who the hell is Bella Thorne? <laughs> you know? I know. And who's paying money for her? I just like, I just don't get it. She is not, I don't know. She's not all yeah. that and a bag of chips. Exactly. She's barely the bag of chips. So I don't it's get like, why people get excited. All those only fan girls are like way better looking than her, you know? Oh, for sure. And how does for she sure. get a meal in like a day? Like, damn. It's a famous, she has a famous name. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of lame for someone like that to take advantage of a service that these other people, that's all their only income. So like, you can't screw them all over. Yeah, but stay tuned. I'll promote my OnlyFans pretty soon. <laughs> but now they got all I'm only kidding, though, yeah. He says he's only kidding. It's only because he's not going to share with you that information. Yeah. I mean, like, us as designers, we have so many, you know, opportunities to do things because it's, like, it's easier for us. And we understand the market. We understand... I know True. how to make brand identity to make yourself pop out, you know? So yeah, it's just a matter of, it's just a matter of us actually doing it. That's true. So like, yeah, if, it, if anybody's out there and they're thinking, man, I got my only fans, but it's not that popular. Uh, let us help you. We can help design stuff, you know, logos, uh, backdrops. I don't know if they have like templates and stuff. I'm sure we could knock all that stuff out of the park because, like you said, it's easy for us compared to other people. So you're saying I should make one to show the audience out there. Yeah, it could be just what it's, it's a marketing OnlyFans. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, right. See if we can sell like anything, something really strange. Yeah. So, been busy. Life's nice. busy. Uh, what have you been watching lately? Anything good? Uh, I've been watching your favorite show, dude. Yeah. Freaking uh, teenage, teenage bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. Yeah, let's go. I'm on, cause I promised the audience out there that I was gonna give it a go, and I'm four episodes in. Nice, very nice. So before we get too far into teenage bounty hunters, let's go ahead and make this officially the healthy stream. All right, man. So I've completely finished uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters, and I think the show progressively got better the entire time. But you said you were how many episodes in? Uh, four episodes. And what do you think so far in these first four? Uh, I hate to admit it, but I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a smart show, and I've been trying to tell everybody to listen because it's got such a stupid name. Like, you hear them like, oh, my God, that's going to be absolute trash TV. But it's really clever. I don't know how many times I could tell everybody, but I promise you, we're not selling you a bag of goods that isn't good. Um, the show, like for the first four episodes, I really felt like it, I, it finally clicks around episode three when maybe I got to know the characters a little bit better. I understood kind of where everybody stood. 
But the thing I appreciate about, appreciate about it that when it grew is not only does it have a lot of really good verbal jokes, and I think the two young ladies play really well off of each other, Yeah. but they don't waste the side characters. So the adults that are part of it, all these other side characters, they're not just there to move the plot forward. They actually build, they have character development built around them as well. And then at the very end, without giving anything away, because I want everybody to enjoy it, there was a twist that I didn't think this kind of show was going to do. And I was like, whoa, and I really enjoyed the ending. And it makes me excited and hopeful that there's going to, wow, big motorcycle outside, <laughs> hopeful that there's going to be a season two. Well, me now me and every other audience up there are going to expect a twist at the end. Where's it coming? Where is it? You yeah. M. Night Shalomalaman eat us, man. Yeah, you just wait though. Here's what's gonna. Well, I won't tell any more then, because I think that you'll still be all twisted up, even though you're expecting it. Because it's it's well, you like you're like, oh, I see the twist, and all of a sudden, like, oh wait, oh. So. Yeah, I, for me, like you said, that the side characters they really have like depth into it. Yeah. And I just got introduced to the dad, to where he uh, stood up to big big poppy or big daddy or big big daddy his dad yeah so his dad they call him big daddy because they're yeah. like good southern gentlemen yeah so his wife's like grow a spine he, and then he like grew a spine and told him off you know yeah and he's like daddy's back so was he like a like a tough dude before that or you know sort of thing it makes me wonder. i think he just was yeah he was claiming his own manlyhood back you know because yeah. he'd been submissive to maintain what obviously is a very well-paying job from his father yeah like their house is nice you know yeah i think that's i think yeah. the idea is that they live a very good kind of almost wealthy lifestyle but it was all because he had been handed a job from his from his dad big daddy himself right but yeah, that show's great. So I would I would recommend um, everybody get on board. Don't don't wait any longer because I want to talk about it even more. And yeah. next episode, I'm sure Ren will have seen more, and I'm going to talk about it more. Yeah, probably finished it by then. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of good TV coming out this weekend. I mean, like uh, mad amounts of good TV. And we'll we'll get into that as we truck along. But let's let's stay on Netflix. So I I liked Teenage Bounty Hunters as my lunchtime show. Um, but I finished it. So I'm like, what am I going to watch? Well, I just followed what Netflix told me to watch. So as soon as I finished Teenage Bounty Hunters, Netflix is like, you should watch Cobra Kai. And I'm like, oh, okay. Nice. I remember when that came out on uh, YouTube TV a uh, uh, year ago or so. And I was a big fan of the OG uh, Karate Kid movie. And so Cobra Kai basically follows uh, the adult versions of the Karate Kid and Johnny the bad guy. And it's, I watched the first episode today and uh, I can say it's okay. I'm not going to give it a rating yet because I haven't seen enough. Cause there was moments as I'm watching Cobra Kai where I think, I thought, damn, this is, this is really well made. And then there were moments directly following that where I thought, holy crap, this is cheesy. And so I don't know which way it's going to go tonally. It's still, I don't know enough because I'm watching the first episode of the first season that was right. originally on YouTube. Right. And uh, I'm not sure if it's if it finds its legs as it's going along, but it has really good reviews because I went and kind of did a, a search, and the the reviewer folks of the world seem to really like it. So I'm gonna stick with it. Now, the one thing, the one caveat that I would have for anybody that may be interested in Cobra Kai, is a you need to either be a fan of the original Karate Kid like myself, 
or B, you need to watch the original Karate Kid first. I don't think you had to watch any of the other ones. You don't need to watch the weird sequels they made. You don't need to watch the one with Will Smith's kid. But you yeah. need to watch the OG Karate Kid first before you watch this show. And if you, even if you haven't seen it in a while, because they have a million flashbacks to the movie, which is kind of threw me off. I was like surprised by that. Were they using footage? Yeah, the actual footage from the movie. And so I don't think I'm giving anything away because it's just the first episode. But the basic premise is... And I can't tell if maybe it'll change episode to episode, but the first episode was solely focused really on a Johnny. And Johnny, as everybody remembers from the OG Karate Kid, was the bad dude. He was a real dick. But like you and I have spoke about before, it almost seemed like the Karate Kid himself, Daniel LaRusso, was yeah. kind of the dick because he steals his kid's girlfriend. Yeah, perspective, you know? man. Yeah, it's all about perspective. And they play that. This is what you might like about it. So we were given to the fact that um, uh, Johnny has kind of like, his life's gone to crap ever since getting his butt kicked by the Karate Kid. And he lives in a trailer or maybe it's an apartment or something. I think he lives in an apartment. He has a job. He's like a maintenance man. Everybody kind of shits on him. And he's just trying to make it by. And unfortunately, Daniel LaRusso, the Karate Kid has become a super famous car salesman and he owns all these really nice luxury car lots, LaRusso cars and LaRusso luxury cars. And so he's kind of jealous already of them. And he keeps having these memories of uh, being a cool karate guy. And so they have lots of flashbacks and he still like drives the same dorky Trans Am from the original movie. And he still listens to like eighties, like rock ballads, like, yeah, living on a prayer, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, he just wants to get along until enough momentum happens and kicks in through the storyline where he gets back into karate and opens his own Cobra Kai dojo. Nice. So I'm interested. I'll, I'll keep following it. I, I haven't seen enough to recommend it one way or another. Yeah. Like I said, there were moments where I'm like, damn, this is actually pretty well done and other moments where you're just kind of like, this is so stupid. So uh, we'll see which way it decides to go. Yeah, if you get a chance to watch more, you can report back uh, next episode. Yeah, for sure. And it's easy to watch. It's only a half hour per episode. So I should be able to punch out, you know, at least four of them during lunches next week before our next, our next podcast. So right. uh, Cobra Kai, for those out there who haven't already seen it. Uh, I had one other one on Netflix. It's a, um, I guess it's a TV show. You know, I should have checked harder. It may be a movie, but I think it's a TV show. And it's made by, and I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever thought, you know what I'd really like? I would really like if there was like a high school musical type show, but with more ghosts. Have you ever thought that? No. No, never once? You never thought, you know what would be good TV? High school musical, but with ghosts. <laughs> All right, so well, Netflix has. And Netflix has hired the producers of High School Musical to make an original TV show called Julie and the Phantoms. So Julie and the Phantoms is definitely like a feel-good show. And I was attracted to the trailer strictly by the name because I thought, what the hell is Julie and the Phantoms? That sounds kind of interesting. Band. So I, is that a band? Well, there you go. They want you to think that because that's exactly right. So Julie is a young black woman who wants to get into music, but for whatever reason, she has some tragedy or something in her life. And she's down and out and doesn't want to sing anymore. And everybody's always encouraging her. You need to sing more. You were so good. And she's like, I don't want to sing anymore. Right. 
and she's hanging out in her garage and she, it looks like she's maybe like picking up a bunch of instruments because she used to do stuff and she moves something and all of a sudden these three boy band white guys come like vanishing through her garage door and it's like three like uh like i don't know pop star ghosts or something are they like well known are they like just for the show well, maybe I don't, you know, I don't follow teeny bopper pop, but they're definitely that style. Right. It remind, I think they're for the show. My guess is almost like, do you remember uh, the monkeys? So the monkeys was a fake band that they created for TV. They got so good that it became an actual real band. This is kind of what this feels like. Like, I don't know if they're going to be good enough to become a real pop star band, but uh, I think they're more actors. I think it's Disney style where they can sing and dance and do all right. that crap. So no one can see the phantoms except for Julie. And so they start helping her get back into music. And it's a whole lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the phantoms are getting down. And all of a sudden she's can sing really good again. And people are jazzed about it. So I'm not sure if I'll actually watch Julie and the phantoms. But I figure there might be an audio net or two out there that will say, you know what? That's my jam. And I'm glad you told me about it. I think so. Because we, we try to cover everything. Yeah, yeah. Cover, yeah. especially in these COVID times when there's so little to cover. <laughs> i'm like i'm struggling i'm like okay what can we talk about okay let's talk about julie and the phantoms is there a uh, release date yeah this month so i think it mm-hmm. was uh end of september type deal so uh the the trailer is on netflix so you can pop up on netflix and punch in julie and and i'm sure it'll pop up and you can watch it um I don't, like I said, I don't think it's my speed. So you probably never hear me talk about it ever again, unless it becomes insanely popular. Then you heard it here first. Yeah. Remember that. Um, over on Hulu, I don't have anything really new, but I know I watched it. And I'm pretty sure I remember you telling me you watched it. But I thought maybe we could give our official review of the binge. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for the nuts that didn't listen last uh, episode, the binge is basically a comedy version of The Purge. Yeah. But instead of one night a year where you get to run around and kill people, in this version of Earth, they don't have any drinking or drugs except for at one night a year. And once you turn 18, you're good to go. So the senior class makes a big deal about getting to go out and party hard. Um, I thought it was a enjoyable movie. It was funny. It had its moments. Uh, four plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't think too much on it and you'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think I agree. So if you watch it and you just want to have like a mind-numbingly kind of silly movie, that's exactly yeah. what it is because Rin nails it on the head. It has so many weird plot holes that you just have to ignore. So yeah. don't get if, – if that bothers you, don't start it. But if that doesn't bother you, you just want to watch basically a buddy comedy movie, you know, those teenage buddy comedies. There yeah. are definitely better ones out there. But for a freebie Hulu, Hulu movie, it wasn't the worst. And um, I really like the main actor, the, the nerdy dude. Yeah, the Santa Clarita kid. Yeah, I like that kid. He plays his part good. Yeah, he pl- tends to play that part in everything, but he does it so well. It, it's the same part. If you liked him in Santa Clarita, you'll yeah. like him in this. If you like him in The Righteous Gemstones, because he's in that show, you'll like him in this. If you, if you somehow were the one person that watched the new National Lampoon's Vacation movie with Ed Helms, you'll like him in this. <laughs> so he, he, he did, you know, the same part every time, but it's because he's good at it. And it's probably just who he is. He's the only thing I disliked about him in this one, it was his haircut was so bad. I'm like, bro, you need to, you need to get Cut your hair it. trimmed up. Yeah. He, yeah, he has, has like that COVID, COVID hair. hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, terrible. like, for example, like a plot hole. No, you said that, uh, 
once they turn 18, they could do, they could join um, the purge. Yeah, exactly. Right? The binge. The binge. Yeah. The purge. So it's like sometimes not all seniors are 18. It's like they can't, they can't join, right? Yeah, that's true. But at the very beginning of the movie, the principal played by Vince Vaughn is telling all the seniors to have a good time, but be careful because look what happens. And he shows them what's like a slideshow of kids that like exploded and gone to jail and all right. this other stuff. And so, yeah, they, they, they're not so worried about that kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to be 18. But in this movie, we're assuming all seniors are 18. Right. So, yeah, don't think about those early bird seniors that don't get to enjoy. But yeah. well, well, there are some other plot holes, too. Um, I don't know, they're just the, the randomness of some of it, but there were some funny scenes. There's a scene where um, they accidentally hit a cow with their limousine and they have to try to revive it and they try to revive it with cocaine and all sorts of drugs. Right. And that was, that legitimately made me laugh. So I, that was pretty funny. And I actually thought there was this one scene where they talk about earlier in the movie. So they have a little bit of plot line that works because earlier in the movie, they hinted the fact that people that take too many mushrooms their lives turn into a musical for a moment yeah. and later in the movie they take guess too what? many mushrooms and yeah. guess what yeah their life turns into a musical and honestly i thought the musical portion of the movie was really well it was probably one of my favorite parts it was so well done it's like with original soundtrack too right they yeah the lyrics sing. were hilarious yeah. like i stuck around and let the credits play just so i could hear the funny song again <laughs> yeah me too yeah so um that was good there was a lot of weird things. Did you notice one thing I thought was kind of interesting that they did? And I looked up to make sure I wasn't crazy. Um, the scene where they had, they were hanging out with the limo driver and yeah. everybody starts to, that's when they first started trip balls on the mushrooms or whatever. No, wait, it was, he gave them weed that was laced with PCP. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all starting to trip balls and the, the driver's acting all kind of skittish and weird. There was a few edits where they switched the actor of the driver. Did you notice that? I did. Okay, like I thought, and they, I, I kind of like the fact that they were messing with the audience, so we would feel the weirdness of the PCP PCP effect. Yeah, because he goes like this, and he's some somebody different. Yeah, and all the things like this. He's like, oh wait, he's back to the original one. Yeah, I I, I caught it, but I kind of questioned myself, like maybe it's the angle. <laughs> that like this that was the same thing. It was so weird that I'm like, wait, what? And I actually looked it up, and sure enough, if you look it up on Wikipedia. Uh, that actor or that um, that part was played by two different people. So yeah, yeah they, they definitely were messing with us a little bit. But yeah, so I'd give, I mean, it's, it's not a great movie. I wouldn't even say it's on the verge of not being a good movie. I'd give it right in the middle, four and a half, five nuts. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. but for me, I'm a sucker for like um, eyebrow comedy. <laughs> eyebrow comedy? Yeah. Lowbrow low comedy? <laughs> anything that they do with the eyebrow is freaking hilarious oh, that's right the yeah. eye the way he loses an eyebrow that was yeah. pretty funny like you know for example in friends you know joey got his all plucked. oh that's right yeah it's freaking funny dude because <laughs> like people, human beings with eye, different eyebrows or without eyebrows it just looks so wrong and that's funny. your go-to joke now i know yeah. that's so funny yeah so um yeah if you may want to watch it i would definitely recommend having a a, a few brewskis or a couple puffs before you watch you probably enjoy it even more but what was amazing to me is all the drugs and alcohol that they did nobody really passes out or dies <laughs> i'm like yeah. how are these people functioning yeah it's crazy it's called the binge man yeah the binge so that was on hulu it's out now if anybody wants to watch it it's a short i think like a buck and a half it's not very long at all yeah. um over on Prime, I mostly have news. 
because uh, by the time we talk about or uh, pop on our next uh, podcast, we will have seen three or four episodes of The Boys. Because you were saying, I think, last episode that they're going to drop like three maybe at the beginning and then yeah. once a week. Yeah. Which is awesome because I'm so excited. So I've been re-watching first season with my wife. And I forgot how fantastic it was. And I have a hard time getting her to pay attention because she's one of these people that watches TV while staring at her phone and playing on her phone the whole damn time. And I keep like, look up, you gotta look up now. They're about to laser somebody with a baby's eyes. It's amazing, you gotta look up. And so like, I try to make sure she pays attention, but she seems like she actually enjoys it even if she's just listening. So are you gonna go um, to Halloween as Butch? Dude, I think I could. Like I got the dorky shirts for it. I'm ready. I just go as the butcher. Maybe like dyer. Yeah, I think a little bit more more beard action going on. Yeah. I could be the butcher. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really like it. I'm super excited for season two, which comes out on the fourth. So by the time everybody pops on our next episode, we will be probably have like the first half of the episode will be hot boys talk. I know. I, I almost asked you like should we just wait till next week for our podcast so we could talk about the boys the whole time? <laughs> I know. I think we should, but sure. I had to get, we have a few things we had to get out. We have, yeah. we have just enough information for another great episode. Yeah. So I think, like we don't want to wait too long. I think we're running behind our, on um, our, all our topics too. So we need to catch up. Yeah, for sure. Cause the last couple of episodes we had so much, I've just left stuff on the board Yeah, and say, so I'll save this for next time. If it doesn't come out of date. Yeah, we'll have a, but, the boys special edition episode next week. Yeah. I just re- realized that hot boys talk could be really misinterpreted. So uh, we're talking about the television show, the boys. Yes. <laughs> don't, take, don't take that sound clip of me yelling about I'm excited for hot boys talk. <laughs> that would be bad. I would not like it. But also on Amazon Prime, I just read literally today that they have worked out a deal with Sony Pictures and as we've talked about in the past Sony Pictures is got their own Sony's Marvel universe of Sony type Spider-Man things and so we're going to start seeing our first Spider-Verse stuff as television on Amazon Prime which I'm kind of stoked about oh yeah yeah so one of the first things that they're doing live action they just said today is going to be a silk Live action Silk TV show. Silk? I've been saying Silk the whole time. They probably did it, huh? Yeah. Um, so uh, it, we'd also heard about um, Olivia Wilde doing her own Spider-Verse type thing. Yeah. But everybody's thinking she's going to do like maybe a, a Spider-Woman movie, type right? thing. Yeah, a it? movie. Right. She's doing a movie. So I think this is, completely time, se- this is completely separate. So it says, the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters are as the kids like to call it, the SPUMC uh, is growing a little larger as it is looking to expand to the small screen. The studio is in the midst of developing a live action TV series centered around Cindy Moon, AKA the Silk. Yeah. A Korean, a Korean American classmate of Peter Parker's who was also bitten by the radioactive spider and developed her own powers. Not only that, but the potential has Silk series ha- is merely one of several Marvel TV shows based on characters for the SPUMC that Amazon Studios is in talks to acquire. So, hot damn. That'll be good, right? Hell yeah. Plus, you got an Asian lead. I'm all in. I know, right? And it says it's being uh, produced by Christopher Miller and Phil Lord. 
Uh, you know, they've definitely made some good stuff in the past, though. I mean, maybe this is going to be in good hands. Let's go. Why not? Have you have you ever watched uh, that Marvel show on ABC? Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I watched, so I tried. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was so boring. And, but I've heard people say it gets better, so maybe someday I should go back. Because technically, I guess it's like canon and everything. Oh. But anyways, uh, the actress Chloe Bennett from that show? Yeah. She should play Silk, dude. She's perfect. Oh, okay. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, if anybody from Sony or Amazon's listening, or Phil Lord or whatever his name was, you guys should cast who is it? Chloe Bennett. Chloe Bennett. Nice. I'll she's Asian. Trust me. Is she? Is she a hot? Wait, is she old enough for for me to ask? Oh, if she's yeah, a hot? yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's a yes and yes. She's old enough and she's a hot. It's interesting because like I have a buddy like during my um, college years. Yeah. His last name was Moon, and he was oh. Korean. I mean, is it common? Is that a oh. common name? It'd be uh, like I know somebody named Smith. I wonder if they're related. <laughs> well, for me, it's not that common because yeah. I don't. I haven't really heard Moon a lot. Yeah. I know my buddy Moon, and now, um, you know, the comics. Nice. I only know the Moon Knight, so I don't know any other Moons in my life. A Warren Moon, are they related to him? He was a quite the good quarterback. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, So moving over to HBO slash HBO Max, I got to make sure I say both because this will be on both. They're developing a brand new television show called coastal elites i don't know if anybody out there has heard it's a term that the right likes to use for the left when they're talking s you know yeah those freaking coastal elites think they're better than us so um jay Ro- yeah jay roach jay roach if i remember right directed the meet the parents movies i think he's made a few other things so he's like a comedy director he is writing, directing, and producing Coastal Elites for HBO. And what's kind of interesting about this show is they have filmed it during COVID. And so wow. they've sent all the actors that they've hired their own, like, real good systems. But they, they're basically playing it just like you and I are right now, where it's almost like those episodes, those COVID episodes of TV where they're almost Zoom calling. And so it doesn't really tell you the exact premise, but here's what I have as far as the synopsis of Coastal Elites. Uh, Coastal Elites is an upcoming American comedy television film. Oh, it's a film, not a show. Directed okay. by Jay Roach from the screenplay of Paul Ruddick. The film stars Bette Midler, Sarah Paulson, Caitlin Dever, and Dan Levy. And for all of our Shit's Creek fans out there, Dan Levy is the boss. I'll watch that guy in anything. He's so funny. Um, and Isa Ray. I, Isa, you know, also has another show on HBO. As five people living either in New York City or Los Angeles, uh, navigating the COVID-19 pandemic. It is set to premiere on HBO September 12th. And so that, that will probably be out sooner than later too, maybe by our next episode. I, I don't honestly know what, no, I think that'll be the episode after. But yeah, so Coastal Elites, but I watched the trailer for it. So this is almost like a little tasty trailer action as well. And it was pretty funny. Like, Bette Midler is not my favorite. I kind of think her humor is not <laughs> always the funniest. But the Dan Levy portions of it were, like, hilarious. That alone will make me watch it. Um, it looked like one of them was playing, like, a therapist. One of them was, like, a nurse, maybe. So she, uh, I think the Sarah Paulson character was playing the nurse. Uh, Isa, Isa's character was really funny, too. So I'm excited to see what she, or Issa. How do you say her name? Is it Isa? Isa Ray? 
Is it Ray? I feel like it's Isa Ray. I'm I vote for Isa. I mean, I always mispronounce people's names anyways, but Coastal yeah. Elites looks like it's the kind of show that'll piss off Trump supporters and be hilarious at the same time. Right before election, huh? Well, yeah, I know. Shocking, right? But it seems very timely. It seems to be based on uh, COVID. And I'm interested to see how they kind of intermix something very serious, but uh, lend us a lot of humor at the same time. Um, I'm really hoping that it's going to be good. Do um do people know that uh, Levy is the son of of Eugene? Yeah, I I try to peel up people. Anybody who's watched, yeah, the brows, right? Since you're an eyebrow guy, now we yeah. know that's your fetish. Uh, Rin's fetish is eyebrows, but uh, uh, yeah, Eugene Levy is one of the all-time comedy greats. He he's really famous for doing those uh, mockumentary type movies, which are always good always good so if you've never seen that or some of the ones he's done he did that one about the dog show like best in show hilarious movie if you've never if you like Shit's creek you've never seen best in show go watch it and he's done a bunch of other ones like waiting for guffman i can't remember off the top of my head but his son is actually in real life is daniel levy and they play the father and son on Shit's creek and they yeah. just mur- murder it such such a good show he's also the dad from american pie that's right. That's probably where anybody who yeah. hasn't watched those other ones know him from. Yeah. Is the, the, the genuinely nice dad from American Pie, who was always like taking care of his son, even though his son was always getting into mischief. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, a, that, that's a win. So I'm down for the Coastal Elites. We'll, after we watch it, I'll review it and let people know if it was good, better, otherwise. Moving over to YouTube TV, since I've been talking more and more about YouTube TV lately. Oh, wait. You forgot about um, Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about Lovecraft. You know why? Because I didn't watch any. Oh, <laughs> so I, I saw yeah, the second episode, up. but not the third. So tell me. Okay, so let's re- back up a little bit for those who haven't listened to every episode. First episode of Lovecraft on uh, HBO in HBO Max. Rin loved it. He was oh, off the charts. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I was kind of medium on it because I felt like the tone was a little strange but I understood what they were trying to do. So I was really excited for the second episode. And then in the second episode, it was completely different than the first episode, but it was still a little strange. And Ren, I think, pointed out the fact that it's based kind of on Lovecraft's different stories. And so, okay, okay, I get it. And I haven't seen the third episode. So tell me your feeling now that you've watched three episodes. Are you still as high on it? Um, I'm gradually going lower and lower each oh, episode. That's not good. Yeah, because like for me, the first episode was dope because they introduced I don't know all those like creatures, right? The creatures and the actors are good. The, yeah. the cinematography is good. The yeah. special effects suck, but yeah, otherwise yeah, that too. But like after watching their first one, I'm like, oh my gosh, HBO's found their you know Stranger Thing, their show. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, let's go. And the episode two, you're like, oh, okay, maybe. And then third episode. Like you said, there's different like Lovecraft stories, right? And then it's a whole different like uh, supernatural, uh, uh, what do you call it? Incident or something? Yeah, it's like its own. It's like a special event just for that episode. But what's interesting is they keep the same characters happen to happen. This happens to them each episode, but something yeah. completely different from what happened in the last episode. Yeah, because as you, you know. It's full of it's full of supernatural stuff. There's like, you know, monsters and wizards and right. ghosts and stuff like that. So, but for me, I never really, like, I, said, I don't really read a lot, so I have no, 
I have no information about Lovecraft stories at all. So yeah, I'm going to this blindly, just trying to enjoy the show. Well, and you were saying offline that it made it look like maybe eventually they kind of tie it all together. Yeah, because like um, you thought that you know after episode two, you know that storyline's dead, but yeah. the next one they brought. It, they kind of brought it back into it so it's, it's slowly integrating again so hopefully by the end it's like oh my gosh it's the best show ever yeah no i'm you know one thing that i i thought about but i didn't bring up last episode is you know in the very first episode when we meet the one guy the guy who does the journaling of the places you should go and not go for yeah. um african-americans yeah his daughter or niece or whatever she is she's a really good artist and she draws all the cute little things on the maps yeah I had this thought, and I don't know if Lovecraft ever had anything like this in his books, but what if everything she draws, she makes it like the real power is her. And that's what makes everything so broken up is because she drew warlocks on this thing in her mind because she's imagining the evils of the racial tensions back then. And that's in her mind because she hasn't been out and they've been protecting her. She draws that evil as a warlock. And then over here in this city, she draws that evil as maybe a ghost. And she's what's making these things happen. Now we need to go back to see her, to see that map. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I've stumbled onto something or yeah. if I'm just pulling this out on my backside. She is Lovecraft. You, yeah. You figured it what out. if it's something like that? Yeah. So I'm still like, I haven't, I haven't waned so far off of it that I don't want to watch it because I still want to yeah. watch it. But for me where you've gone down a couple i've kind of i'm still even keel i'm right there in the middle if you force me to rate it right now it'd be dead middle because i really like the actors i really like a lot of the storylines but it's so disjointed that i'm hoping that that comes together um as it progresses yeah i think the one thing that bothers me the most is like like you said there's great acting really good cinematography but the special effects were so cheesy yeah, they're so bad. And we <sighs> talked a little offline about, I wonder if HBO's slate of TV shows was lacking because of COVID and if they kind of rushed this one out and they weren't able to get the special effects as good as they wanted. I'd be really interested to see if J.J. Abrams or um, Jordan Peele ever comes out and says, yeah, we weren't ever able to finish yeah. the effects the way they were supposed to look. I mean, I mean, you got a super low budget CG snake. Come on. Yeah, it like it looked like something off the Sci-Fi Network, you know, yeah. like Sharknado type graphics. Yeah, this is HBO. Like, how, how? Like, I don't know. Man. Yeah, they gave us one of the dopest looking dragons I've ever seen in yeah. film on just a TV series. So give me a break. We know they can do it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, no more budget. You know, budget cuts. Yeah, budget cuts. All right. So moving over to YouTube TV, I just wanted to make a quick note that I'm, like I've said before, I'm a big fan of the YouTubes. Uh, they added today, no extra charge. They added the NFL network for all the what? NFL fans. I know I got an email that said, guess what? We've given you the NFL network, no extra charge. And so they added a couple of more sports because YouTube TV is great for sports fans. And they just, we already had the NBA network, the golf channel, the tennis channel, all the college sports, uh, the blazers channel. Um, they added the NFL network and they said for, I think an extra five or 10 bucks, you can get another add on sports package that comes with like red zone and all that stuff too. So I, I may or may not do that depending on how the football season kind of shakes out. So we'll see. Damn. Eventually you're going to pay as much um, as finally, cable. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm keeping track and I'm still not paying as much as cable and all my uh, streaming is paid for by my, uh, my T public. Yes. So. Everybody visit our T Publix. 
wherever he puts them and uh, uh, buy, buy some shirts and, and COVID masks because they're dope and original. But our final yeah, uh, streaming really friends <laughs> um, is Disney Plus. Oh, that looked like a cross. Um, by the way, I did a thing with my fingers. So for those who just listen, uh, Ren also posts this on uh, regular YouTube. If you wanted to see us talking like a bunch of weirdos, you could watch us because I know some people are into that too. But yeah, on Disney Plus, we got some hot, hot Star Wars news. It's going to make the the Jedi's out there. It's going to make their lightsabers full attention. They're going to be spraying midichlorians around the room. It's going to be amazing. So Disney announced that the Mandalorian season two is debuting October 30th. I'm so excited. That's no time. Yeah. Let's go. That's next month, dude. Yeah. And if anybody who listens to the show all the time, we went on and on and on about all the characters that they're adding to season two, you know, from Ahsoka to like a million others. So yeah. I am so pumped for Mandalorian season two. Um, even though the one rumor that I heard that makes me a tiny bit nervous is some blue check person on Twitter said, well, I heard that they had to go back and fix a lot of the, the episodes because they didn't like the way that they were kind of turning out and i'm like i hope that's not the case but i feel like if that was really the case we wouldn't be getting it so soon so i hope they're full of beans and that's just something they pulled out of their backside oh you gotta tell um audience up there what your wife got you from costco yeah (laughs) all places yeah eric old boy is about to get a little bit older and so my wife brought me home a surprise birthday gift um she got me a full size legitimate size uh, baby yoda it's huge it's like i don't know like real baby yoda yeah. and she got it at costco and she told me because she was oh, i shouldn't tell you how much it was it was only 20 bucks because i was debating i go should i open it and take it out of the box and play with it or should i keep it pristine in the box and she's like take it out i'll go buy you another one <laughs> i'm like okay so yeah if anybody wants out there i don't know she said that she'd heard that they were at costco and she went online because she knew i'd like it and that she said that people were saying they're actually selling out everywhere. So if you catch really? one at your Costco, you should jump on it. For 20 bucks, you really can't go wrong. It doesn't do anything, by the way. It just looks beautiful. It's basically a real to life. It comes with a little frog. And I think it came with something else. And so you can like put them on display. It's I, I love it. Is it made out of like What is it made out of? It's like a, a soft plastic. It's like oh, one yeah. of those soft plasticky plush. I, not really plush, but it's like not hard, hard. It's almost like a full size version of like one of those one of those pop popper bubblehead popper things. Yeah, Bubble I thought pops. I thought it was it was like a um a gnome looking thing that you could put outside in your front yard. <laughs> Keep it in the yard. They yeah. probably could. Someone might steal it though, and then I'd be right. really peeved. But yeah, the force was strong in that toy, so I, I really enjoyed it. So uh, thanks, uh, Mrs. Old Boy. I appreciate yeah. it. Next month, man, you get to watch. I know. I, I, you know, I'm gonna break it out. That's gonna be. I'll post that on uh, the nuts audio nuts Twitter. Me just sitting there with a uh, little baby Yoda watching Mandalorian season two. Yeah, he's he's watching with you guys. Yeah, I love it. So um, yeah. Also, I know you've said it the last episode that you're gonna get the Mulans for Disney Plus because that comes out this weekend. Tomorrow, just, dude. Tomorrow, holy yeah. smoke! So by the time everybody hears this, though, it's already out. So they may yeah. have already dropped the money to watch it. So I'm excited to get your review because I'm assuming we'll get a review for that next episode as well. 
Yeah. And which is perfect because I'm not going to be dropping the 30 bones on it this time, but I just read that it becomes free for everybody who has Disney plus in December. So, yeah, like I admitted last time it took me about 20 years to see the Mulan cartoon. I could wait till December to see the Mulan live action. Unless you come back on the next cast and you're like, it's the most amazing movie ever, dude. You got to spend the money. Then maybe I will. Come on. You got Jet Li, Donnie Yen. Dude. Yeah. No, I'm hoping it's going to be good. Uh, No Mushu, though. So, they no, that's kind of a bummer. You got Jason Scott Lee. I don't know who that is, but you seem excited about it. You know, you ever seen the movie Dragon? That was the Bruce Lee story. No, never. He saw played. It. He played Bruce Lee. Nice. So they got like a really good cast. It sounds like, but yeah. So everybody, this weekend or right now, I guess, because by the time you hear it, you can go purchase it and watch it right now. And if you don't want to spend the money, you just gotta hang out until Christmas time, and you can get it if you have a Disney Plus subscription. Yep. Which is very cool. So basically, what you're doing is you're buying early access, which is cool. I dig it. Yeah, I just wonder how how we're gonna do. It. Like, is it gonna show up on Disney Plus and be like, add to cart, buy, or like, how does yeah, it kind of work? You know, that's I'd like to hear how that works too, because I would imagine that it is, if this is successful, that they're gonna do it more and more. So I'm really interested to hear how it works. So not only the movie review itself, but how the a review of how the process of actually getting to watch the movie works. Give us Black Widow. Oh yeah, maybe I mean if maybe that's the thing for all you fools out there, go buy Mulan so that they'll drop Black Widow the same way cuz I would do that for sure. Yeah, cuz they're going to be like Mulan is the most, you know, sell opening week or something. It's going to yeah. break some kind of record. I hope so. I really do cuz you know like if Trolls World Tour can do it, I feel like Mulan should be able to like knock that out of the park. Give us Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right, so I think this is a perfect time to take a break. And on the flip side of our break, we're going to talk about uh, just one, Uno, Tasty Trailers. Um, and then I've got a whole handful of news jacuzzis that we're going to like dip our toes in and talk about. So on the flippity flip, we're going to hit you with some uh, massaging robots, some sad news, some Uber news, uh, an uh, Amazon story that's pretty wild. And then uh, even Batman is not invincible. See you on the other side. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit Visualantidesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Do you remember? You probably don't remember because you're too young. There was a TV show back in the day called Welcome Back, Mr. Carter. It starred a young high school version, John Travolta. That's how old this was. It was was before my time, too, but I watched the reruns on uh, Nick at Night back in the day when I was a ute. And the entire concept was... Uh, Mr. Carter was a uh, teacher that came back to school after I maybe serving in the war. I don't even remember. It's been a million years since I saw the show. And there was these five young men who were always a pain in his butt and they were called the sweat hogs. And they would always be like, welcome back, Mr. Carter, you know, and like in his John Travolta type of words, like it was Greece. always so funny. Yeah. It was, it was pre-Greece. This is before Greece. So, uh, yeah, anybody who ever could find I don't even know where you'd stream Mr. Carter anymore, but it was a funny show. At least I think it was. I remember it being funny. 
but welcome back. So we are back, and I only have one trailer today because there's just, you know, less, less and less all the time. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. But uh, um, how much do you like James Bond movies? Uh... Let me ask you this. Before we talk about the new James Bond trailer, you have a choice. You can watch James Bond movies. You can watch Mission Impossible movies. Or you can watch um, Born Identity movies. Which series are you choosing? Choose wisely. Um, people might hate me for this, but Mission Impossible. Oh, snap. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Somehow I could just sense it. Yeah. Honestly, though, so when I was a kid, my dad loved some James Bond. So I watched all the OG Sean Connery James Bond movies, you know, shaken, not stirred, you know, all the time. Um, and then I kind of fell off. I watched a little bit of it when it was like Pierce Brosnan. I saw a few of them, which had the, the bro from uh, the, what's that show called? The Doom Patrol, yeah. that guy, when he was James Bond for like two or three movies. And then Pierce Brosnan a little bit, mostly when they would bring in like, was Halle Berry with Pierce Brosnan or with Daniel Craig? I don't even remember. Uh, Pierce, I believe. I think so too. I think it may have been the last one. So I may have watched that one because it had, you know, Halle Berry in it, in a bikini, nonetheless. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen a single Daniel Craig, James Bond movie in the theater. I've randomly caught some on video here and there. But for me, if I'm choosing between James Bond, Mission Impossible, and Born Identity, I'm choosing Born Identity, excluding the one with the Hawkeye. That one was weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, if I, if I was to rank it, um, James Bond's on the bottom. Yeah, me, well... Uh, it's 50-50 because James Bond in the Mission Impossible movies, especially the newer James Bond movies, are so similar in style and uh, execution. And so it, I don't know if you've seen the new, the new trailer, but the new James Bond movie is called No Time to Die. And I believe this is Daniel Craig's last hurrah as James Bond before they new, move on to a new Bond. And I tell you what, there is like mega bond action it's bondage action if you will i mean they're shooting out a car he has his car where the headlights flip inside out it's got like guns pointing out of the headlights which is really stupid because the guns are like solid to the car right so the front of the car the guns can only move the way the car Straight, is pointing yeah, yeah they, they don't have like turrets on them to turn like you're telling me in today's day and age that's how you would build the guns into a car so stupid you gotta, you gotta do donuts, dude. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing. He's like, just like straight up Tokyo drifting in circles, like blowing the hell out of everybody. And they show him like typical James Bond. He's avoiding shit and flying off of bridges, and like he's he's teamed up with a bad guy from like the last movie because they have a common en enemy now. And it's the guy from uh, Mr. Robot. I don't yeah. know that guy's name. The guy that played the Bohemian Rhapsody dude. Yeah, yeah. He's all out there like, oh, I've got a you know a foreign voice. I'm a bad guy now, you know. And he's like doing something blowing stuff up and so they're like what does he want he wants chaos you know he, he's like i just want to make things more even you know like i don't know what the hell's happening he's like a poor man's uh um oh shoot he's a thanos <laughs> yes thank you a poor man's <laughs> thanos and so yeah he's a i don't know i'm not sure that i'm stoked about this movie but the trailer does make it look action-packed so if you're a james bond fan you probably can't go wrong oh I've seen all of the Daniel Craig ones, and I didn't really like those as much. Are they too slow, or what is it you don't like about them? I think they're 
just too slow. And like for me, James Bond is just like um like the last one, they just talk too much. The whole time they're just talking. We're like, where's all the action? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like an action movie, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd be interested to see if this one showed us all the action in the trailer or if there's actually that much action going on in the movie. Just like, you know, you know, you watch Michael Bay's trailer. Oh my God, it looks so good. All these explosions. Uh-huh. You go watch it like, oh, we saw all that in the trailer. Yeah, Michael <laughs> yeah. Bay should strictly be in charge of making trailers since he yeah. can't actually make a decent movie. Because his trailer, I mean, his movies always look cool, but he cannot like do anything else. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. That was the only tasty trailer I have. So let's jump into the new jacuzzi. All right, so my first story is, let me ask you this. I know that you have, I think, a relative that's a masseuse. Yes. How mad is he going to be when he finds out that they've invented massaging robots? And I'm not talking like sharper image, like little robots you put on your neck or around your feet. They've come up with these. Have you ever seen, like, I imagine everybody's probably seen how a lot of new cars are manufactured. And they got these giant-ass robot arms that come out and do stuff. Or like when we were in Vegas, remember that those robot arms oh, that yeah, mix yeah. cocktails? Yeah, yeah. Well, they've taken that exact same technology and they've put like massaging components on this thing, and you lay on the t- table. And so it's starting. It's it's been around for about a year, but it's starting to really hit now that people are afraid of the COVID and they don't want to be in rooms oh. with other human beings. Right. And so now you can go and get massaged by these robots, and it's not like it's not like CP3Os in there like going oh my and boop boop. It's just these weird like arms and so you lay down on the table and the arm comes out and it's got like the pounder thing and the other one's got the rubber thing and so one 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 arm's like rubbing your butt the other one's rubbing your neck and it moves all around and it looks pretty trick but i'm just i'm curious like on a scale of one to ten like where would you be with a massaging robot would you be afraid of it would you be down for it i don't know i'm kind of afraid of it because the one thing about when you get a massage is the the masseuse they he or she always asks, you know, how's the pressure? How's the pressure? If it's too, you know, too light, it's too hard. You get to, you know, you gotta tell them, and they can adjust. So, do you get adjust the robot arms? Well, if, in the little video I watched, they didn't, they didn't yeah. <laughs> go straight like Terminator on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like stabs right through. That was like all the comments on it too. Were like, this thing's yeah. gonna murder us, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. You, one would think that at the very least, it would have to have some sort of dial maybe because I don't know if you've ever done like physical therapy, but a lot of times they'll connect you to those TENS machines and TENS machines for those who don't know are just those electrodes that shock your muscles. Oh, yeah. And at least my um, physical therapist would connect it to where it hurt and then he, he would show me the machine. It had this big ass dial on it and he'd leave and goes, I'm going to set it here. This is like the minor setting. But once you start to get used to it, feel free to turn up as much as you want. And so I'd sit there and I'd crank the dial. I'd be like, 211, you know? And so that, that would usually feel pretty good. And I'm wondering if this thing has like a dial where you could maybe increase the intensity and things like that. Yeah. No, it's all voice activated. Harder, please. Softer. <laughs> really, the downside is, you know, it's going to hurt you as soon as you're like asking for a happy ending. It's like, whoosh, just rips it clean off. Yeah. they'd have to like maybe it's like have you ever seen like a, um, a fancy like cnc machine some of these machines that these guys make tooling and things with have these machines they'll go out the arm and they'll switch tools 
it could go out and like grab the auto blow and come, yeah. <laughs> come back, finish you off. Like, okay, maybe I am too into machine massages. I don't know. But you say, man, the porn industry is always the most always innovative. Ahead. Always ahead of the game. Always ahead of the game. Do you know how like uh, COVID has affected uh, the porn stars? Where you oh, know, yeah. how they do things or what they do, they can't even do anything anymore, right? Yeah. So they, maybe this is like the next level where. It'll uh, just be a solo person with a robot. Yeah. I guess Gross. that's a fetish, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Everything's the fetish, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you like people with one eyebrow. Some people yeah. like robots. Yeah. Hilarious. Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Some people like uh, toe videos inside of uh, beta fish tanks. So whatever your fetish is, it's okay with me. As long as you're not hurting somebody, it's all good. Yeah. Um, my next story is a little sad, but everybody knows at this point that uh, the Black Panther the great black panther chadwick boseman passed i was so shocked i was actually yeah. in lowe's because i've been doing some uh home remodeling i was buying some stuff to do my home remodeling and my son kid danger texted me and he's like did you see the guy that plays black panther died i'm like whoa whatever dude that guy was i mean he's like my age He's like super fit. I mean, he was so healthy looking. Like, there's no way that guy died. Even if he caught coronavirus, he's not going to die. Yeah. No way. No way. And so I got home and I flopped open the interwebs. And sure enough, little did we know that this guy's had cancer for four years. And he put, gave us all that amazing content. So, yeah. wow. It's like, holy smokes, Chadwick. What a guy. Did you see that one video, video that resurfaced where he was talking about how the kids uh, were diagnosed with cancer that they um, passed before they could watch his movie and he got all choked up, started crying. Oh no, that, yeah. that's, that's probably too intense for me. Yeah. And then everyone's like, at that time, he's such a, uh, you know, sentimental guy, sensitive right. guy. But now Little did like, they know. Like, Damn, dude, he was battling through that too, just like the kids. He was such a good guy from everything I read and every and interviews that I have seen. Yeah. He was always smiling. He was such a nice guy and he killed it as that character, uh, the Black Panther. Um, you know, I think he, how many times did he get betrayed the Black Panther? He was obviously the Black Panther in the movie, then in Infinity War and in Endgame. And then also I think in, was it Civil War we saw him for the first time? I feel like it was because like his dad gets murdered and that sets off part of the whole Civil War action. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so we've seen him in four movies, and it's too bad we won't get to see him in another one. I'm curious, you know, not to talk about sequels too much, but I'm just curious to see how Marvel handles uh, his passing, his way too early passing with the, the character development. So do you know if they actually shot part two yet or no? I have, I have no idea. Honestly, I don't think they have. I think it was pre-production, so um, it would be interesting to see if they just go ahead and scrap it. Obviously, that version of it. I can't imagine them releasing him with somebody else, but maybe to honor him along the lines, once everybody's had a moment to process it, they'll bring in like a new Black Panther. Or maybe a lot of people talked about how, I guess in the comics, uh, Shuri at some point becomes the Black Panther. And, you know, everybody's about woman empowerment. So that might be a cool fitting thing that probably Chadwick would have got behind. And for all, you know, Chadwick knew he was, so he may have told everybody what he thought should happen anyways. Right. I think they might go the route of Sherry. I, I could see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'd be down with that too. So, like, uh, yeah, RIP, uh, rest in power, Mr. Chadwick Boson. 
Bozeman, you were definitely one of the, the greats for sure. And he did a lot of other things other than Black Panther, you know. Jackie uh, Brown. So good, good, good. Well, yeah. yeah it was uh, a baseball. Jackie Robinson. Yes, the baseball player. And someone and pointed out that it, Jackie Robinson was number 43 or 44 or something, and that he died at the age of 43 or 44. It's kind of interesting. Who's that singer with the last name Brown? He was that too. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it right now. But he was also, wasn't he in the, the Five Bloods? I think they said he was in that movie with Spike Lee. Spike yeah. Lee um, there's also, there's a lot of them. There's, that Netflix put out too. Like you go on Maybe Netflix, 21 Bridges. Wasn't yeah. he in that? Yeah. yeah. So he's been in a lot of movies. So yeah. um, we, of course, we're, we're superhero nerds. So we know him best as the Black Panther. But yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. My next, my next story has to do with Uber. The Ubs. Ooh. We talked about a lot ago how um, Lyft had basically banned themselves from California to get a law passed. And they did. And so I, people have maybe been wondering what it's like to, how do you ride in an Uber or a Lyft? How do you, how do you do this anymore in today's day and age, get into a stranger's car? And so um, Uber does require everyone to wear a mask. But as we all know, there are a lot of like douche pickles out there or ass clowns. What other names do we want to call them? Uh, douche canoes. Uh, um, I don't know. There's a lot of dickheads out there that refuse to wear masks because they don't buy into it because they're, even if you didn't buy in it, bro, just do it for everybody else. Yeah. And so um, the poor Uber drivers who already don't get paid a ton of money anyways, we're having to like argue with people to put masks on. And so, so Uber has enacted a policy that's really quite clever. So now when you want to ride an Uber, I'm assuming Lyft will probably pick up something similar. When you uh, call an Uber, you have to send a selfie of yourself wearing a mask before they'll even send the car. Really? So I'm sure people still rip them off and do crap like that. But at the very least, it proves that they have one. So no more like, oh, man, I don't have my mask. I totally forgot it. Can't pull that noise. So, yeah, Uber won't even show up to pick you up unless you send a selfie now of you you're, you're wearing a mask, which is, wow. I think, good on them. I mean, you've seen those videos where it's like store employees, store employees dealing with them. Yeah, and you so already unfair. feel bad enough and Uber driver is basically one-on-one dealing with that. Dude, it's, yeah. yeah, so unfair. So unfair. So yeah, people just need to, at the very least, even if you don't buy into it, be cool. It's not that hard to be cool once in a while. You're only you're, out once in a while. You're in, the, you're in the car for like 10, 15 minutes. Wear one. You know? Yeah, social responsibility. You can do it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, move to another giant company, uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon? They have we've talked about i think actually in the past they've been working on drone delivery and amazon just yesterday uh uh, got a real big thing they have these certificates that you can get and only three companies have ever got the certificate but it's basically by the federal whatever air agency is that allow things to go through air air for planes and different things like that cargo stuff Um, they they were able to apply and they won one of these certificates and what the certificate does is it gives them full legality to actually do this drone delivery which is really the last hurdle because they've been practicing this i was surprised to learn that they've been practicing drone delivery since 2016 uh, in different places and they've been beta testing this thing for well over five years and uh so now they finally have the certificate and they're going to start doing it so be, don't be surprised, especially if you live in uh, major uh, metro areas with maybe uh, Amazon hubs near you, uh, that their whole deal is 30 minutes or less. You order it, 
you get the item in 30 minutes. It's like a pizza. It's like faster than the Domino's guy. Yeah. And so you can get a, your drone delivery like, oh man, I really need to get my full size baby Yoda in a box for 1999. You can have that shit to your house in 30 minutes. But I was interested to learn that only two other companies have been able to get this with the drones, UPS. And the other one was actually a subsidiary of UPS. And it was like something very specific. I don't remember what it was, blue something, but they also delivered something, you know, very niche. So, but yeah, it's exciting. I can't wait. I don't think that I personally live close enough, but I do know um, I live in a town that's less than a 20 minute drive. So one would assume that would be less than a 30 minute drone flight. So right. maybe, yeah, maybe. Cause we have, you know, where Top Golf is. Yeah. We have the Amazon warehouse right there. The, so I'm thinking someone like you, you are probably in that window. Once right. they start like opening it up to more places, I wouldn't be shocked if you were able to get a drone delivery in, sometime in 2021. Yeah, because for for example, I, I'm uh, I play tennis. Yeah, yeah. And I bought my wife a new um, tennis racket. Yeah. And on the racket, there's a little like shock absorber you could add onto it. Okay. And I want to order one. And if you order one, that means Amazon do or or chick has to deliver it to my house. Like tiny little thing, so bad. Yeah, I, I always feel feel bad about ordering one small thing, but we all yeah. do it because of Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like, oh, it didn't cost any. I mean, they're so yeah. cheap, and they just bring it anyways. And I, I swear, we have the Amazon dude show up in his little gray van in front of our house probably once a day. I'm not even lying. Yeah. And so yeah. It would be nice for them. Like, I'm sure, I don't think we're putting anybody at work because Amazon's only growing by the minute, quite literally. Um, I, I literally think every single one of these Amazon drivers will keep their jobs. And honestly, we won't be putting them out so much. You know, they won't have to stop a thousand hundred times, you know, delivering little small gadgets to people. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm an Amazon a drone sh- flying shipper. <laughs> yeah, I'd be really curious to see how that works. So if they ever put out like a video on how to, how to, how works like is person driving one drone or am i just basically sending a bunch of drones in they're in like some sort of station and i just start plugging in addresses and they're just like zoom 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 and they all just do it like i'm assuming it's got to be crazy efficient otherwise they wouldn't be interested in it you remember in the guardians of the galaxy part two where all those people were like riding uh like a motorcycle thing where they were actually controlling the um, spaceships oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i do remember that Maybe- yeah Maybe it'll be like that because I'm pretty sure when the military uses their killer drones, there's some guy sitting in like a trailer somewhere driving that thing. Right. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. I'm hoping they'll give us a little bit more information on it, but good on Amazon. I mean, that, that'll probably, they're going to save money in the long run. It's going to take less gas. I did see that they also invested in, I think they said uh, another thousand electric of those Amazon vans. So a lot of those Amazon vans out there, if you see the smaller ones, they said specifically the Mercedes ones. So if you see the Mercedes brand yeah. Amazon vans, those are all electric vans. So they're doing, I think, not only their part to help the environment, but more importantly, to save themselves on the, the, the you know, their financials because it's a big deal. Pretty soon they're going to have like their own um, drone racing league. <laughs> right? I, I was thinking that it's only a matter of time before every new home that you purchase comes with a small Amazon store in one of the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you open it, you're like, I want this. And you open the door and it's just sitting in the door, like a closet. Amazon, it'll be the newest thing. Amazon closet. It and you have it built into your house, and then who knows through Amazon's you know proprietary magic when you order it, you open the door, and the item's just in the closet. Yeah, yeah, it sounds <laughs> crazy, but who knows? 
I'll buy the house. Yeah. I can't wait for Amazon closet. All right. And so my last story uh, of the day, this literally broke literally um, hours before our, we started broadcasting is uh, the Batman. Apparently the Batman is not invincible because uh, no. uh, Robert Patterson caught him 19. I couldn't believe it. They said that he actually caught it from another cast member while filming Batman. And so they've shut down the entire thing of the Batman, the Batman movie. And uh, hopefully he gets better. Cause that I was like, Oh my gosh, these movies people are trying to get back at it. And this is what happens. Yeah, we were so hyped for it too, and you you're gonna drop this on us, you know? Like, dang, oh, I feel, I'm sure he's young; he should be okay. But yeah, dang, it's like you saw that The Rock also caught the COVID. Now the Batman and the Black Adam. It's like, what's going yeah. on with DC superheroes? Man, that it's a fan dome. They live in a dome, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time they need to be more careful in their dome not to get everybody sick. I'm like, yeah. ugh, that's terrible. You think he comes out and says, "And I am vengeance." He's like. I am very sick. <laughs> no! Bane's the only one that can fight him. Like, you can not get me. I'm safe here. <laughs> That's, that be I joked that it was going to be fine. Yeah, that should be a yeah, short yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Bane's just like, you can not get me. I've been practicing this whole time. My, my Bane impression and my uh, Sean Connery are exactly the same. Dude, I never knew for the longest time that Bane was played by, the, um, uh, what's his face? From Mad Max. Wait, oh, oh, you mean the oh the real live action Bane was played yeah. by what's his face? Oh yeah, what is his face? Matt Hardy? No. Yeah, Damn Hardy. Ever. Tom Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like he's just like me. My name is Bane. I'm here to fight you. You know, you're like, what's yeah. happening? Have <laughs> you? Let's take two seconds. Have you started watching uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon yet? We we watched one episode that night. The the Bane the Bane in that cartoon is so funny. Like this show is pretty average, it's whatever. But I tune in just for you make such funny jokes. Why are you making fun of me? I love it yeah. so much. I, yeah. I'll sign up all day. They need to make an all, all Bane cartoon. I would watch it. Yeah, we one episode, so yeah. it's I like it. It's freaking funny. Yeah, it's lost a lot of swearing though. Oh, yeah. Tons of swearing, not for the itty bitties, but otherwise it's pretty great. But yeah, so here's wishing uh, Robert well. Yeah. Um, he's the Batman. He'll be okay. He'll, he'll get vengeance on the COVID. <laughs> on the COVID. Maybe he'll come back yeah. and he'll actually have that raspy Batman voice. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought you weren't going to do that, but this is how I talk now. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But that's all I have, unless you have anything else you want to highlight before we sign off. Oh yeah. Um, oh, he's got la- one. Last thing, I successfully shipped out one of my betta fish. Oh, it worked. Yeah. So it made it from point A to point B, yeah, still alive. Yeah, because my cousin lives in the uh, California. Yeah. So shipped it. He got it. He sent me videos. It's healthy. I'm like, yes. Nice. Excited. It works. Yeah. Nice. Well, there you go. So all, all you audio nuts out there. If you want one, no matter where you live, within the United States, I would assume. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah. dive, he sends it to like Europe or Brazil. So yeah. within the United States, DM Rim, dude, he will hook you up for a small fee of the most amazing beta fish you've ever seen. Guaranteezy. So that's it. That's all we have. Another episode done. The next episode's going to be the greatest one ever because it's yeah. going to feature my favorite show. And I swear to you right now, if it all of a sudden season two sucks, I'm just going to like burn my TV because. <laughs> I can't handle that. I need it to be good. It will. All right, cool. With that, we're out. We'll see you guys all on the flippity flip. Bye.
Geburtstag. <lacht> <lacht>